Welcome to the High Road to Leadership. I'm your host, Beverly Lewis, and I have a guest with me on the road to good things today. I want you to meet Jennifer Connolly. I love the name of the organization that she is CEO of. Jennifer represents as CEO Florida's Great Northwest. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you, Beverly. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. It is. Uh, it's a pleasure to live in Northwest Florida. I am a native Floridian, and I, I think you are too, right? I am. I grew up in the small town of Port St. Joe. Oh, wow. It's really interesting that you say that because my dad is from Carabelle, which is most people listening would have never heard of this little teeny tiny community in Northwest Florida that is known for its oysters. And I was actually thinking about that this morning about how it's the, it's the irritants and the, and the, uh, it's the irritants that cause pearls to develop in oysters. And I grew up thinking about oysters. And so I, I won't uh, get sidetracked on that. But I want to talk for a minute before we really get into this about Florida's Great Northwest. I know you're CEO. Uh, and it's, a, it's an economic development organization, right? Tell us a little bit about your leadership there and what's going on. Yes. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share because I think it's it's such a a gift what our organization has the ability to do. And a lot of people uh, don't know that it's happening and honestly don't even know about economic development in general. Um, so Florida's Great Northwest represents the 12 county region of the Florida Panhandle. So we go from Escambia County, Pensacola, all the way to Franklin County, Apalachicola, Carabelle, and up to the state line. So um, that 12 county region, we're responsible um, really to be the unified voice for Northwest Florida in three specific areas. One is to promote the region as a destination for business. That is critically important because there are competitive business opportunities where companies who could operate anywhere in the United States, sometimes anywhere in the world, and they're looking for a location, we in Northwest Florida want to be top of mind for uh, those decisions or at least be considered for those. And so that is what our number one goal is, is to get in the minds of decision makers that influence those decisions or ultimately make those decisions about creating high skill, high wage jobs in Northwest Florida. So promotion is one of our biggest buckets. We also uh, do some advocacy work, specifically in Tallahassee, where we um, follow very closely with the state legislature and um, try to work on things that uh issues that could affect economic development for our counties in Northwest Florida. 
And then finally, we have a collaboration bucket where we really want to work across our 12-county region to enhance our competitiveness. So that means maybe working across county lines to link together to figure out how we can share best practices or we can just, you know, work together to attract a company here. So that is, um, I also like to think of ourselves as a professional matchmaker where we're going out identifying these, uh, these opportunities for maybe it's a manufacturer who, uh, is looking for somewhere else to grow their, uh, their business location and workforce. And we want to say, take a look in Northwest Florida and we introduce them to our local counties and the opportunities there. Wow. That is some very important strategic work. I'm, I'm, and you're just so clear about it, which is awesome. And I, and I do have an appreciation as a business person for how deeply that can affect everybody in this area. Economic development affects all of us. So, and it's interesting, as I looked at your resume, I know that you've also had a very um, senior position at Gulf Power, which is a ma- the, the major electric power company in our area. And you worked uh, with the Bay County Economic Development Council, which also has a very strong presence and track record. And you're really young. You've come a long way quickly in my eyes in your career. So I have to ask you, did you always have leadership abilities and all this strategic thinking, or is it something that you have intentionally developed? You know, that is a, that is an interesting question because I would say that when, especially when you reflect on yourself and do that internal work, um, I don't know that I necessarily thought about it like at throughout the years, um, but as I was getting ready for our talk today, I did find this interesting and I thought you would too. So for uh, my 30th birthday, I had some dear friends put together this really fantastic birthday gift for me. And um, it's a beautiful picture frame and they reached out to uh, the key people in my life, um, my rocks, if you will, and said, what do you tell us about Jennifer? What do you love about her? What do people need to know about Jennifer? And I went and read through it this morning. And I wanted to read this to you all, too, just because I think it offers a different perspective, not just through the eyes of myself, but through the eyes um, of others. And I think it ties directly to your question. So some of the things that I saw uh, this morning, uh, apparently I when I was 30, uh, several years ago, I was described as fiercely loyal and extremely dependable. Um, my in-laws, who I have known for quite some time, said, we have been so impressed by her driven, can-do attitude in her career that has gotten her where she is today. Uh, another friend said, gentle yet strong, a perfect balance not attainable by most. It is but one example of what makes her a great leader, devoted friend, dedicated mother, and a gift to all who know her. 
another says confident persona and determined focus. And then lastly, this one uh, is by my brother, who is a, a few years younger than I am. Um, and he he's kind of a quiet person. So he, what he wrote really kind of struck me and I, I just cherish it so much. He, much. he said, Jennifer is absolute. Ever since she was born, she has always known how to handle herself. She can take charge of any situation and achieves her goals in leaps and bounds. Wow. So you ask me if I've always been a leader, and I don't know that I would have said yes, but apparently the answer is yes. And um, I, I think... I think that is really kind of neat as I think back about my career and, and what I've done and where I am today. Wow. And you know what? That speaks to me. What you just shared with us speaks to me of your gift in developing relationships. Because obviously you have really strong relationships uh, supporting you, helping you, encouraging you, cheering you on. and. I've also been watching you on LinkedIn, and I can see that professionally, you have very strong relationships. And in fact, that's where we met on a board, and and I saw the strength of your ability to cultivate relationships. And that's really, I want to point that out um, and invite you to comment on it, because I, I really think that's key to success, uh, real success. You know, success really in my book, and we all have a different definition of success, but in my book, without without uh, healthy relationships, what is success? It's not money. It's, you know, so uh, wouldn't you, would you, I'm sure you're aware of the importance of relationships and, and do you consciously work on that as a strategy in your business of cultivating those? Absolutely. Um, honestly, that is what, if you really peel back the layers of the work that we do at Florida's Great Northwest and economic development in general, it is all about relationships. Um, and what I have always prided myself on throughout my career is if you call me and leave a message, I will return your phone call. I will return your email. I have a very strong rule about I would like to go no no more than 24 hours with without a return response. Um, sometimes that doesn't always work, but I sure try to do that. And I think that speaks a lot because it goes back to the dependability aspect. Even if I can't offer a solution, I can't answer a question. I certainly try to connect the dots and be, um, and be that provider of where to turn to next. And I think that has also been very helpful. And it, you know, everything is not transactional. It's not going to be immediately a, a transaction, but it's really because it's about that long term, that long term solution. And you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't matter geography, how close or how close you are to someone as in distance. I'll give you a great example. One of the areas that we uh, Northwest Florida has a very strong aer aerospace presence, thanks to our six military installations across Northwest Florida. 
And, uh, and certainly we've got some, uh, activity with the Airbus assembly line, uh, just across the state line in Mobile. And so we really focus on aviation aerospace as a target industry sector. So Northwest Florida has spent several years, uh, going to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, United States and talking with aerospace companies there because there's a cluster. And um, over the years, actually, probably my first year there, and that was, I don't know, eight, nine years ago now, I met with this gentleman named uh, Frank, and he was with a company called Silicon uh, Forest Electronics. And I wanted to talk to him about expanding to the Southeast. And he, he thought he might have an opportunity. He was looking in Georgia. I said, well, consider us. And, you know, we continued to meet year after year and just, it never came to fruition. But Frank recently retired and now he's on a trek to see all the states and in, in uh, the United States and he's driving his, his truck. And uh, he reached out to me via LinkedIn and said, hey, I'm going to be in Panama City. I would love to have lunch with you or grab a cup, cup of coffee. And so we did just that. And, you know, again, it's not that immediate transaction, but he knew to call me and we had a great conversation. And I'm talking to him about, you know, potential opportunities in the future with his connections in the aerospace industry and how we might be able to capitalize on that in Northwest Florida. So I just think you have to always keep those things in mind and um, it'll work itself out beautifully if you just give it time. I can tell that you have that philosophy that when you're kind and, um, and giving and generous, that it comes back to you one way or another, even if it's, like you said, not transactional. I love hearing this. It's actually really refreshing to me because uh, so many people, I think I think that their hearts are there, but their minds get uh, captured and captivated by what glitters. And they forget that it that if you do the right thing and if you're if you care about people um, that it's going to take care of itself but that leads me to my next question actually because you talked about being um, careful to to pay attention to all people you know whether when they reach out to you that you respond and I I love that but then it brings me to the question of wow you've got a family you've got young boys right that's and right. you're juggling it all. You're, and I, I really admire that. I hang out with women who are leading well, but I find that there is a, it's tough, you know, and I don't even talk about work-life balance anymore. I talk about work-life harmony because I don't really know that there is such a thing as balance because it's, it's really, a, it's a, Talk to me about that. Tell me what your experience is and if you have any tips or tricks on how to handle it all. I know the women on this in our audience are going to be listening and ready to take notes. Oh, I know this is such an interesting question because it is one that I think you have to constantly ask 
Um, you know, I was thinking, uh, I always think about it, you know, in the circus, sometimes they put on this act where you've got uh, someone that is spinning plates and bowls or whatever and making sure that these multitude of plates and bowls are spinning on top of a very tall stick and that they don't fall. And I really equate the balance scenario to that because you, you know, you can't offer your entire attention and focus to all the important things in your life all the time, but you can take turns when you see that maybe it's starting to slow down and you got to show a little bit more care and concern. And I was just thinking about all of the things that we have, you know, that are constantly going on in life, right? Like there's the self-care, personal growth that you you need to think about. Then there's staff development, um, you know, from my perspective in running a, a um an organization. And then, you know, at home, I've got baseball games. I have homework. I've got laundry. We've got vet appointments, birthday parties. Then, I mean, then date nights. When are we going to squeeze in a date night with my husband? Board meetings, international work travel, like the list is endless. And I mean, this is a work in progress for myself, but where I find, um, a little bit of relief is to constantly think about protecting my time and checking in with myself and knowing what truly needs my attention. So it goes back to prioritizing what truly needs to be done. And I have had to let go of, you know, my kitchen having dirty dishes piled up in it for a little while because no one's coming over. It's not a big deal. So it really just goes back to letting go, I think, prioritizing and protecting your time and making sure you're making time for yourself and giving yourself lots of self-compassion. Because I think we're just doing all the, you know, we're trying to do the best we can. And um, and we have to know that sometimes that's all we can do. <laughs> That is exactly right. So what I heard you say, too, and, and when you talked about the dishes, I heard that you have to give up perfectionism, right? <laughs> right? And that's hard. It, I, I love perfectionism. <laughs> <laughs> and I know just on a personal level, for me, having always either owned my own business, been strong in business all the years that I was raising a family and in, in the different phases of my life, obviously, even now, is that being fully present where I am. Because I think that one of our tendencies is, it, 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 I don't know, I feel like women are more likely to carry what I call unassigned guilt. And like if I'm working late in the evening and not with my family, I'm thinking, oh, if I get caught in that trap of thinking I should be doing that, then I split my attention and I'm not doing well at anything. So being fully present where I am with what's in front of me has really helped me a lot. Um so then that leads me to the question that for women, if you, what would you consider in your experience one of the biggest challenges for women specifically uh, in moving forward and, and being progressive and developing their career in the workplace today? What, what are some of the biggest challenges we have to overcome? 
Yeah, you know, I think it's so important to really hone in on that. And and my immediate thought um, as a woman is just trying to do it all. You know, we're as women, we're used to wearing a ton of hats. Uh, many of us are wearing so many hats. We have permanent hat hair. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, we've really got to let go a little bit more. It goes back to, you know, my comment just a little bit ago about the dirty dishes in the kitchen and your point about perfectionism. I, I think that that's what we like to hold on to and cling to. And maybe we have created, you know, we have societal expectations about what all this looks like, um, you know, and then there's great pressure to, you know, be a really good mom and a really good career professional. And the fact is, is that we cannot do it all perfectly. So I know for me, I've worked really hard um, about being deliberate about the things that I can do within the amount of time that I have, um, offering, you know, asking for help. Um, and knowing that I can't do everything. Um, and, you know, specifically within Florida's Great Northwest, too. I mean, that has been something that I have watched, too, just being a partner from, of the organization. But now, as the leader of Florida's Great Northwest, what, conti- what does happen is that we tend to be a place where people think that we can be the solution provider. Um, And so what I've had to do is be very deliberate about keeping us laser focused on our mission. So we go back to our three main focus areas, promotion, advocacy, collaboration. So if someone approaches us with something, we look at that and we say, does it fit in one of our three focus areas? If the answer is no, we need to pass and we need to try to perhaps help that person identify the right home for, uh, you know, the project, the program, whatever it is. Now, if the answer is yes, then if it does fall within promotion, advocacy or collaboration, um, then we really have to ask, do we have the resources to execute it on time? within budget and does it and to the standards of our organization. So I say all the time that I don't I want to do something exceptionally well. I don't want to do something just for the sake of doing that, because um, and I think this goes back from a leadership perspective personally and as an organization, you know, we have a goal at Florida's Great Northwest, an internal goal, which is to be the most highly effective regional economic development organization in the country. And we will not get there if we, unless we are intentional with everything that we do. Um, And so I think And it it is a challenge because there's a lot of things that need to be done. There's a lot of good work out there um, that could take place. But we just have to know to stay within the scope of what our mission is um, within the resources that we have. 
I love that you have that laser focus on mission and have the questions that you ask. You know, if each one of us did that, both personally and professionally, we would save ourselves a lot of time. That is a huge tip that you've just given. That is pure gold. Thank you very, very much. Well, I can't believe how quickly time passes when when you're in an interesting conversation. So I am going to go ahead and ask you the question that if you had to leave, I know you have no intentions of, so this is not an implication that you're leaving Florida's great Northwest, not by any stretch of the imagination. But I ask this of groups when I do training, I say, what is your legacy? What, what are you bringing to the table every day that you want to be known for? So you know, in that make-believe scenario of you move to the other Northwest, the Northwest of the United States, you know, next week, what would you leave in this or in this area as your legacy? Oh, goodness. Well, I would definitely like to leave the impression that Northwest Florida has not only the ability, but has success in attracting quality companies to locate to this area. And we have the people here to be able to, to bring those companies to success. Like, I, I guess I just want to, I hope that we are changing the perception of Northwest Florida. Um, you know, we don't want to change who we are by any means. Like we want to keep the people, keep the values and everything that embodies this region. But I just want us to, to be known for more than I guess, or give ourselves credit for more than what we currently do. And so I hope that people see that I have hopefully been a part of that. Um, I, I hope that Florida's Great Northwest meets that goal. Maybe if I leave by the end of the week, you know, which I'm not going to, but I would hope that people, our board, our investors, and just the community across Northwest Florida see that we are well on our way, Florida's Great Northwest, to be that most highly effective organization that is offering matchmaking opportunities between our community assets and businesses. And um, also that we are putting down our county borders and truly linking arms to be a better Northwest Florida and realize that if we break down our silos, we can do so much more. Wow. And I hope that I'm part of the catalyst that has made that happen. I love that. Break down borders and link arms. What if we did that as a society? And Jennifer, mm-hmm. without a doubt, you you have a legacy already of what you started in sharing us with us, that personal uh, message that your family gave to you on, on that birthday celebration, talking about excellence, can do, gentle yet strong, confidence. So, wow, thank you for taking this time today. I, I feel rich because you have 
you have so much on your plate and you've shared great inspiration and wisdom and encouragement to all of the listeners today. And I, I thank you very, very much for the role model. Uh, there are many people watching you uh, more than you probably realize more than just your staff, more than your children, you are making a very positive difference in this region. And I personally thank you for that. And I will uh, close with uh, encouraging our listeners with my heartfelt belief that the best is yet to come. Thanks for your time.